This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, my friends? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Welcome to the show. Today, we are talking about my husband is really good at taking care of himself. Well, I'll be. Sick. All right, guys, check it out. We're fresh. We've been back from Folly Beach for a hot minute, and I need a vacation from the vacation, and you're going to hate me but also love me for this. So today, literally less than 48 hours back from vacation. Yes. You know what I was looking up? Vacation. Tickets to Hawaii. <laughs> Mexico, bro. I, I've I know, been to Hawaii. I know Hawaii, but I was just like, I'm just going to look because because on the flight here, no, on the flight back to here, I guess, yes. from South Carolina, you were like, you know, we just do everything for other people. I did not say it like that. You are a drama queen. Okay. What is the question? Does it have anything to do with vacation? It had. No, it doesn't. Okay, but I'm going to read this question. Oh, okay, okay. okay. All right, here we go, guys. So a little backstory. Um, So brighten it up there. Okay, Uh, here's my issue. My husband is really good at taking care of himself and only himself. For instance, I will ask him if he needs anything at the grocery store. He will say no and then go buy himself and only get what he needs. He will not ask me if I need anything or get anything for our kid, diapers, etc. He also keeps all his food in a small cupboard above our fridge instead of in the pantry. He will make plans without keeping me in the loop. He will fold laundry. He will fold his laundry only and leave mine for me to do things like this. No judgment. I know what's coming up for you. Uh, although these things seem like small things, he really makes me feel like he doesn't care about me or our family, that he's not invested in our life together. He's my best friend, but I need a partner. I want to take care of him and I feel that I'm taking and feel that I am taking care of as well. It's gotten to the point where I don't feel like we are even married and separation is a real possibility. He says he loves me and loves our life. He says he doesn't want to make me go out of my way to do things for him and that's why he just does his own thing. Mm. Looking back, I think he was always this way. <coughs> this way, excuse me, which I was okay with until we had our son. Ah. <laughs> oh goodness. Not professional, my apologies. 
I would never want someone to change who they are for me, and he is who I married. I just want someone that will grow, all caps, grow with me. Our lives have changed, and I have changed. How can I get him to step up? I've tried everything I can think of. I am sick and tired of feeling like a single parent with a roommate. Thanks for taking the time to read this. Seth is awesome and his best therapist ever. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. not say that. That's so red. Thank you so much. So as I was reading it, I don't have time to like multitask and read the question and think about it. So I want you to go first. What were your initial thoughts? Yeah, well, two to three things popped out immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and one was that uh, you said something about him, like he's been this, he's always been this way or something like that, or he mm-hmm. would never go, or he doesn't want me to go out of my way for him. Right. Something along those lines you said. And it's interesting because this is a dynamic that mm-hmm. we had in our marriage for, mm, I don't know, 10 years. Let's maybe. see, we'll be married in 17 years soon for about 16 and three quarter years. Okay. Um, so that comment though, he doesn't want to go, he doesn't want me to go out of my way to like do things for him Mm -hmm. is sort of a, um, an insight into how his brain works Mm -hmm. and what he's thinking by not involving you in things. It is almost like a consideration of his, like, Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I don't want to, I don't want to bother you with that. I'm doing you a favor. I'm doing you a favor Mm -hmm. by not putting my food in those cabinets. Right. It'd be easier if my stuff's just crammed in this cabinet or whatever. Right. Right. So that's the first thing I want to kind of presence and draw awareness to not saying it's good and fine and he shouldn't have to work with you or buy you stuff with the grid. That's not what I'm getting at, mm-hmm. but it is something that sort of is standing out to me. Also family of origin all over this. Mm. This is probably 1 billion percent something it's that heavy, he y'all. learned from his family, like mm-hmm. his dad or his mom or wh- wherever he grew up. He might not have grown up with his parents, but whoever he grew up with, there was, that was probably something modeled where it was the kind loving, considerate, and caring thing to do to be um, self-sufficient. To not make a scene, to don't... It's like Gay Hendricks talks about, like that saying they have in Australia, don't be the tall poppy, because the tall one gets noticed and gets their poppy whacked off. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded so weird. I just thought of that. I was like, what did I just say? Like a nanosecond ever I said that. It's like, that sounds like an anatomy of sex episode topic there. But the the point is, yeah, um, there's too much stress. I was reading big time stuff on family of origin today. Yes. In my different grad school books. And there is a, 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 one of the theories, right? Of, oh, my family, my situation can't handle if I brought something more stressful because they've already got enough to worry about, mm-hmm. whether it's money or some other kid or infidelity, all this right. stuff. So I'm going to minimize all the hard stuff that I'm going through right. and not, I'm just going to fade away <laughs> Your favorite. into the, <laughs> like an air fart. <laughs> not that kind of stuff. <laughs> what kind of show is this? We're I talking about farts. But that was really funny. Reva, put that in a clip. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, but, but, but so, yeah. Part of that thinking is, okay, I'm just going to minimize myself and right. go, oh, no, I got it. I got it. Right. And, it's cool. And I want to be clear that sometimes this is something we learn sort of by osmosis. Like no one tells us, be small, stay little, minimize yourself. It could be something where like we watch a family member who's really needy or someone who's addicted or someone who has a mm-hmm. chronic illness and we go, that person needed everyone so much and it was mm-hmm. so stressful for my mom to take care of my little brother because he had an autoimmune disease or whatever right. it was. So then you, the, like the husband in this case, may have learned if I just stay little, that's mm-hmm. the nicest thing I mm-hmm. can do. If I just stay uninvolved, 
my wife doesn't need to think about the food I eat or the mm -hmm. whatever plans I'm making. She's totally mm -hmm. fine. Like that can be something that they learned um, or they sort of interpreted unintentionally right. from childhood events. And I, I do want to do a caveat here. It's like I say all these things from a very objective perspective that is literally without judgment. Like sometimes right. I judge like a douchebag husband or a crazy bee of a wife of like, Cut that shit out. What What are you doing? Right. That's stupid, right? But not, not this time. So I'm not like judging the husband because I know exactly where he's coming from, right? Mm -hmm. And this is a straight up family of origin issue. And I'll give you an example. And it's not like a parent or a mom says to a kid, hey, stuff's too hard. Get your own stuff together because I can't deal with you right now. Right. I mean, sometimes people say that. And in fact, you and I have said that. I just tell our kids to stop talking. Well, yeah. That's all I ever tell them. But that's a very real situation. It's like, hey, there's a there's a grease fire over here on the stove. I don't want to look at your unicorn that you drew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That just made me think of it. There's a grease fire and Hattie's going, A place, C place, E F place, No, the kids are going, <laughs> like that crazy noise that they make. Our kids are so weird. Ah, uh, the joys. We're not of, uh, weird either. The joys of parenting. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, yes. so the these lessons come in such slow and subtle ways. It's like the frog in a pot of cold water that right. just gets you know one degree hotter until he's like cooked and frog legs, right? Right. And then supper's ready. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was funny right? uh, but I also want to sort of bring. On, in, I, I'm oh, not 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 done with my thought. There? So these things come in very benign, very subtle ways, like. Hey, your your brother, your sister's losing it right now. You're gonna have to hold on, right? Right. And if that is over and over and over, happens, I'm thinking yeah. of how it even happens in our marriage. Right. Then those other kids are gonna go. Don't mess with mom. Stuff's already too hard. Right. Let me just figure out my own stuff and minimize my feeling. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't mess with dad. I even remember in my family origin, hashtag real talk. I remember my cousin would come up. Um, she lived a couple hours away. She would come up and stuff, and she would always want to go out and be with the horses, right? We grew up with horses all over the place, right? Barrel riding, all this stuff. And she would want to go out and just hang out. And I told her, I was like, hey, and this is all my own. Mm -hmm. It's what I interpreted, uh -huh. right? And I was like, hey, no, don't don't go out there. Um, you'll just get on people's nerves, right? Mm -hmm. And I wasn't saying, you're the worst cousin ever. You're just right. a brat. It's like... No, from what I've learned, it's like, oh, you don't, you don't cause a fuss. You don't ask a right. lot of questions because people just like to be alone and you don't mm -hmm. do stuff. And she was like, I don't, uh, I don't right. know. I don't understand just this. Right? Go look at the horses. Right. right. So that was my narrative that I kind of mm -hmm. grew up with. And so I was like, hey, play it cool. Don't say stuff. If I'm upset, I'll deal with it on my own. Right. And it came up in our marriage. Mm -hmm. Here you got an eyelash. Just talk. It came up in. It's getting on my nerves. It came Part up in beard. our marriage. Where's the eyelash? Hurry up. Came up in our marriage. Anyway, it came up in our marriage as you felt like this lady exactly, felt. Exactly, yes. You said, Seth, you've said this more than once, mm -hmm. Seth, you don't need me. Yep. And in the reality was, a literal re reality was, yeah, I know, I don't kind of thing. Now, did that make Melanie, my wife right here, this lady right here with shoulders and red hair, did that make her feel special, wanted, loved, secure, or anything? Of course not. But I thought, no. 
hey, I don't want to burden you with whatever I have. And this goes so strong to like... Hold on. I have oh. a story that literally happened this week. We went on vacation. This week? We went on vacation. This is... We are filming that you're hearing this later after we filmed it. We were on vacation. Right. We went to Folly Beach. Mm-hmm. So I haven't even talked to you about this. Uh-oh. Like Seth's mom got hurt. We have this massive kite and it drug her down. Mm. We're pretty sure she... She probably cracked some ribs. She hit her head super hard, and she probably tore. People are like, "What? I know the f kind of kite." Are we you have doing? like a pair. It's like a kiteboard kite that's yeah. huge that will lift me off the ground. It's super fun. We got it from Dustin Kinsrew because I used to sing with him at church. <laughs> Nobody knows Dustin Kinsrew from Thrice. Y'all know Thrice. Anyway, so Seth's mother fell, hit her head, cracked ribs, and probably tore her um like one like of her rib. muscles in her yeah. in her leg. So. She would not tell her husband, who was not with us. Tim wasn't with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was back at home. She was at the beach with us. She wouldn't tell him. Did you know the day before she fell, he fell off a horse barrel racing and wouldn't tell I her. I saw the video of it today. Yes. I'm like, horse's legs should not be upside down. I know, with your dad underneath it. Like right. this, with a person right. underneath. But listen, right. both of your parents said, because mm-hmm. I talked to your mom about this yesterday, mm-hmm. She's like, well, I just wasn't going to tell Tim. I didn't right. want to bother. I didn't want to upset him. Mm-hmm. I didn't want. And Tim is on the other side of the state saying the exact same thing. They're on vacation. I'm not going to tell him. I don't want to worry her. Right. I'll be fine. She doesn't need to know mm-hmm. yet. So think about just that family. The implication of that idea alone is right. I don't want to burden you. If, if I, I can f- do it myself. I can do it alone. I don't need your help. Right. But people. People. Two are always stronger than one in anything. Two bank robbers do a better job than one bank robber, <laughs> right? Two brick masons can build a wall faster than right. one. You understand what I'm saying? So two are better than one. I'm fitting to preach. What do they say in um, uh, Ecclesiastes? A cord of three, uh, a, a cord of two is strong, but a cord of three is super strong. You're bringing in the Lord into this conversation. The Lord. You're talking about if two. If you're cold, lay down with somebody, you get warm. <laughs> If you sleep with dogs, you get fleas. Something like that. <laughs> that is not in the Bible. Your mom said that to me once. I was like, holy cow. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yes, I. but what I want to highlight in that, in mm-hmm. the conversation with like your parents not even telling each other that they had both been hurt, right? Um, is that from my perspective and how it relates to this question from the lady, is that if you called me and said, hey, I split my head open with an ex. <laughs> true story. Which is true. Um, if you called me... And I didn't sa- want to tell you. If you hadn't have told me and you came home and then told me, I would have been sad because there is a, it's like a, um, think of it like if Mariner had split his head open mm-hmm, with an ax, mm-hmm. Mariner's our kid, and you didn't know about it for a week. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, why didn't you tell me? And why would right. you say that? Why would you say, why didn't you tell me? Why would you want him to tell you? Because, oh, why would I want him to tell yes. me? Because I love you. I'm my dad. <laughs> I'm your dad. That's, is an intimate detail of your life. I want to. I help care you. about the intimate I, details right. of your life, not in weird, some, not in some uh, fused or um, uh, uh, enmeshed kind of way. Mm-hmm. But I want to help oh, you. Oh I love let me, you. Let me help like, you. Yeah. What, what can I do? Yes. I a, want to feel useful. There is a part of our communication, com, uh, communal, community, like relational selves as humans. Mm-hmm. We are um, relational beings, right. there is a part of us that is 
feels when we cannot express ourselves in a giving mm-hmm. way, it feels hurtful. Mm-hmm. It feels sad, right? So in my mind, that this is what that lady is saying. Like, right. you're not including me. Not like, I'm so, I'm so needy. I just need to know everything. Right. It's like, uh, I mean, do you need me at mm-hmm. all? Like, what are you doing? Why are we doing this, right? So here's the, the, the thing below the thing below the thing, right? And in family therapy, we look at all of that stuff, which I think this is going to be exciting because I have a rekindled interest in fire. Sure, for, just say the thing below the thing for the love of God. Speak! This is not... Speak! This is not uh, kind. <laughs> anyway, which I think that's something too, oh based on a, a post that say I wrote today. To, Listen to fruition. You messed me up. The when you interrupt me, you messed me up. Below the thing. So the, the thing below the thing is, does this guy go, oh, well, I just don't want to be a burden or I'm thinking I'm helping you. So... What is his process about that? I think I'm helping, but the other uh, message in this is, am I worth the help? Mm -hmm. Am I worth her time? Am I worthy of that? Are my burdens just like, oh, I should dismiss them Mm -hmm. and I should just buck up and white knuckle it? Or am I worth that? Mm -hmm. And there comes a point when like, hell yeah, I'm worth it. Why wouldn't I be? Other people do this. Why not me? Kind yes, of thing. queen. The what? Yes, queen. Yes to that queen. I don't know. But anyway, I would really want to explore like, okay, why Why do you feel like you have to dismiss everything you need, want, and feel a burden as, why do you have to dismiss that? What would happen if you said, hey, I need some help. Hey, I want to put my food over here. Or you need anything for the grocery store? Or like, yeah, when you go to the grocery store, get me some deli ham and some apples oh, and some yeah. Swiss cheese, Ooh. right? And a purple Gatorade. Mm, I know it's on the cross of the store, but you know, you're there, so will you get it, right? Do you feel worth asking somebody to do that, right? But, There's this thing in the South and oh, it's, oh. it's elsewhere too. It's like, oh, I don't want to put you out, man, kind of thing. But uh, th- that really gets annoying after a while kind of thing, right? Do you know what that means? Like, yeah. I don't want to put you out, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, it's no problem. And mom... When she got hurt on this, and I do this too, it's like almost there's a shame. I should have known better to take the kite, or I should have known better not to give you the chainsaw or something like Mm -hmm. that when you cut your finger. Um, And it's like, oh, it was just silly of me. Um, Now other people have to do this. I should have known better. So there's also this whole shame cycle Mm -hmm. that is incorporated to that. So we got a lot of work to do. But to answer this lady's question is like... Hold on. I want to dive back to... There is an element here of him, though, going to the grocery store and not asking her what she needs. So I want to make sure that we're not only addressing one half right. of it, mm-hmm. because I think there's a big, there's an important dynamic there. So I'm going to sort of zoop over here for a minute and talk mm. about this. We have uh, clients who this reminds me of, where I honestly think in this case with this husband, he probably doesn't know that he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't excuse it if he's doing it in like a mean way. And he's like, what? Whatever. Get your own purple Gatorade. Ugh. Like if that's his right. vibe, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But if he's going to the store, getting groceries for himself and not thinking to call you or ask you, I'm going to venture to say he is one, not doing it on purpose mm-hmm. Two, not doing it to like stick it to you and make mm-hmm. you feel bad like that. It's not his goal. Um, three, that even if you reminded him, it's probably not in his nature to think that way anyway. Mm-hmm. And that is not necessarily a fault or a flaw. That's just, it is. It just is. Right. right. That comes up with you and I. It's like, oh, wait a minute. She's thinking about 800 other different things, not like kissing my stinky before I brush my teeth breath 
in the morning, kind right. of like how like are you doing? Like it's not bad right? that, you know, I'm not thinking what you're thinking, basically, right? <laughs> are you thinking what I'm thinking, <laughs> right? Uh, and that's kind of what I think might be happening is that mm. you, the person who wrote the question in, the wife, is feeling these very strong feelings. That this must mean something. It must mean something mm. that he doesn't pick things up for me at the store or that he keeps food in a separate thing. It very well could mean absolutely nothing. And also, he is not thinking about it at all. Mm -hmm. And that is also okay. Now, you can teach him to be more thoughtful about that. Mm -hmm. That's totally fine. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's bad or weird or anything. No. Um, it's a totally normal thing that you could ask. But if, but there's a lot to be said that you said in there, like separation right. is on the table. Like, are you making something that is maybe just a character mm -hmm. trait mm -hmm. into something really disproportionately like not remembering to buy diapers is not like a, like he went, mm -hmm. Hmm, buy diapers or don't. Yeah. Don't. Like, right. I don't think that's what's going on. I but just think sometimes, he think about it. sometimes we have to unlearn, uh, just our basic inherent selfishness. You know yeah. what I'm thinking? Oh, yeah, for like sure. I could be thinking, you know, if, 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 I, if I'm working a nine to five job, like, Oh yeah, you know, quitting time, 5.30, I'm going to hit the store, and I've been thinking about this new beer that I want to try because I heard a commercial for it on the radio, and you're thinking about that and Miller thinking about Light it. Lime. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Miller. Refreshing in the summertime. Come oh, on. boy. Anyway, uh, um, and you're just thinking about that, and you're just like a one-track mind. It's like, oh, I'm also a dad. Right. Okay, so what hat are you wearing? Are you like the dude beer hat on the way home? Like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, oh, yeah, this, you know, chicken wings and beer. Okay, yeah, sometimes that's fine, right? Also... Incorporate the other people you're responsible for right, and married that. to because you're married, man. You're you're a married man, man. Right. You're not your own island no more. Let's get some maturity around it. Let's kick your own ass around it. Like, oh, okay, I've been thinking about this way for a long minute mm -hmm. because my dad was this way and was that. Okay, I don't care. That's fine. How are you going to show up, dude? Mm -hmm. Right? And I would love to just dive in more with right. this lady's question. But you know what? One thing that you mentioned, you talked about like thinking about something and like meaning something. And you know what I think about and what means a real deal to me? Is it um, getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage? It is that, but not in this ad spot. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tell me about this ad spot. I've been thinking about the back to basics boot camp, <laughs> lady. <laughs> and, and it means a lot, right? It's going to mean a lot if you take the time to come out to Seattle and hang out with us and invest in your marriage yes. and learn things about, oh, how do I create a shared vision? You can come into our studio. We didn't say that. If you buy the Back to Basics Boot Camp Backyard Session, you can come and stand. You can get your photo taken right in front of this oh, here Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. Photo Take a pic off. and add. Uh, not add. At us, right? But mm. that's what I'm thinking about, guys. So August 6th, Seattle, Washington, right near our home, Across we're going to do a three-session se awesomeness thing, Back right? Back to Basics Boot Camp. We're going to do a free session, Back to Basics Boot Camp, at the amazing venue across our streets. Mm -hmm. Then... If you buy the VIP tickets, you're going to get to come to our house. Our backyard. In our backyard. There might be a fire burning. There I don't might know. be dogs. There There's going to be, be a teepee from her grandma What's on the reservation. We're going to do all kinds of stuff, right? And we're going to create a shared vision. What else are we going to do? We're going to do all the things. We're going through your work, but we created mm -hmm. a all guidebook things, for you. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It really is amazing. We are doing this all for you guys to get back to basics right. and help your marriages thrive. So check out the show notes for Eventbrite. You guys, tickets are going fast, so please, please, please sign up. For Back to Basics Boot Camp, August And 6th. if you signed up already, Air 5. All right. Right. Okay. So what else would you give this uh, lady? I just want to 
there's a couple things. So you were also very, very good at taking care of only yourself for quite a long time. And I did what most women do, and I perceived that as a an affront and an intentional neglect of my needs. Mm-hmm. I was interpreting that as I you must hate me. I'm not mm-hmm. good enough. I'm obviously not worth your time. I'm obviously not worth your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I wish I could go back in time and be like, Melanie, he just doesn't get it. Right. Like, But you didn't have people in your life to tell you that, right? Mm-hmm. Luckily, you guys have us in your life. Right. And you know how amazing it would have been to have the clearing structure around that? Oh, yeah. Hey, Seth, I feel like all these things when are happening. When you go to the grocery store right. and don't ask me what I need, I feel like or what I make up about this is that you don't care about me. Mm-hmm. You what don't, that, you don't need me. Right. You don't need me. Mm-hmm. What that reminds me of is like my whatever in my life and mm-hmm. that, those things. Right. So it's, I mean, I'm not like saying this, Oh, this is a simple fix. Right. But if we do simple tweaks over and over and over consistently, then we can take a huge chunk out of this thing that is obvious, right. uh, an obvious problem, <clears throat> problem in your marriage. So something as simple as a clearing structure would go a really long way. Right. And I have two additional thoughts too. Like I'm going to Byron Katie and Wayne Dyer this. So Byron Katie in her book, Loving What Is, asks the question, who would you be without that thought? Mm -hmm. Who would you be without the thought that him not getting you something when when he's at the store or buying diapers for your kid? Who would you be without the thought that that means he is not thinking about Mm -hmm. you? Who would you be without the thought that he's doing it on purpose? How would you feel if you just thought, no big deal. Mm-hmm. He just didn't think of it this time, right? And again, that's assuming that he's doing these things unintentionally. There are very easy ways to train and teach yourself uh, to be more mindful about, like when you when he goes grocery shopping, make it have constant communication. If you know he's going to go to the store on his way home from work or whatever, say, "Hey, go ahead and give me a call so I can text you some things to pick up for me." You can mm-hmm. literally train and teach him and yourself how to create the thing you're after mm-hmm. without it coming from a place of you don't love me you don't care about me I, I, I want to leave you I like what you said train mm-hmm. because it is a train it's an unlearning mm-hmm. process and then also a training like for some reason I don't even think you know this but I don't like texting you and say hey I'm going to be home in 20 minutes I don't like that mm-hmm. I'm just like I just want to live and just come home. And why can't I do, you know, and I don't yeah. know. And I fight back. In fact, I texted you today. I was like, hey, I want to be home in 20 minutes. Right. right. Because that is an act of service and an act of love. I can actually show you that I love you because you've asked me, mm-hmm. hey, can you just shoot me a text? Like if you are going to the grocery store, if you're right. 30 minutes from home, because that gives you time to in turn serve me. Okay, yeah, I'll just be ready. I'm not going to be like, you know, I'll say, hey, and all this stuff, right? right. So it's the, the the constant open lines of communication right. and intention and training yourself. I have to, I mean, now it's not, it's like, oh, if I think of it, it's like, hey, I'm going to be home, right? right? I'm not like deliberating on it, like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to text you, just let me live, woman, kind of thing, right? So untraining and then just doing out of service and love. Right, right. I can't remember, was there any other elements to her question? about that? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's, we kind of overcomplicate these things. Sometimes when we put meaning, when we assign meaning to an action or a thought that our spouse is doing without actually diving deeper and asking, ask your spouse, Hey, when you go to the grocery store and you don't get diapers for our kids, does that mean you don't love our son? <laughs> I know that sounds stupid, <laughs> that sounds... but that's what you're saying, uh-huh. right? Ask, ask him what he thinks. If he gets mad at you, that's a sign. <laughs> 
If he goes, oh, no, I, I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. That's your answer, right? So don't overcomplicate it. Right. I give you permission to underthink this problem. That's good. Also, like, I can just hear that going so sideways. Like, right. you go to the grocery store and you don't even get diapers. You don't love our son. Right. You know, kind of thing. Or you're like, hey, I'm not tripping balls here, but just help me figure tripping out. Tripping bacon? Yeah. Yeah, tripping bacon. Uh, just help me figure out. When you go to the grocery store and you don't think to get diapers for our son, does that mean anything right. or does it mean you literally have 500 other things on your brain and mm-hmm. it's just kind yes. of like a data processing thing for you? Because yes. it very well may be that. And then we have seen this happen with clients, with ourselves, that that is, with sorry, I scratched you. I do this all the time. I intentionally don't text you things during the day because I know you literally are just going to be like, it's just going to go... You know what I'm saying? Oh, I won't remember it, you mean? Right, you won't yeah. remember oh, yeah. it. And then sometimes if you're, you know, just you have a bunch of stuff back to back, you're like, huh, huh, you just get frazzled, right? And yeah, that's I do not this. Hey, me. guys, I do this <laughs> all the time. When I get frazzled, I'm like, <laughs> That's what I imagine. Like, should I press the little send button or is she going to go? <laughs> you're a weirdo. Anyway, right. uh, but I hope that this is helpful. And I really do want to encourage you underthink this mm-hmm. clarify uh we go get the clearing structure get is it on our website yet where we actually worked on it today right. so let's assume that it's published mm-hmm. go to our website uh the studleys.com and see if you can find the clearing structure download that uh that will help you it's a series of questions you can also get it on the anatomy of marriage mm-hmm. app in the digital form anyway thank you for sending in this question we deeply hope that this has been helpful again underthink a a detach Mm-hmm. The assigned meanings that you have given these things because mm-hmm. they really might not be accurate. Um, and lead with love. I know that sounds silly, but you know that if you were to lead with love in this case, most of us know what that means. What would that actually look like? Love's not silly. Love's not silly, guys. Uh, <laughs> so I hope that that helps and makes sense. Thank you so much for sending in All your right, question. Guys. Yeah. And we will. Okay, we'll see, see you, you August time. 6th, right? At Back to Basics Boot Camp, August 6th. Go in the show notes to the Eventbrite link. Get your tickets now. You can come for free or you can come VIP. The choice is yours. All right, guys. We hope to see you. Bye. (laughs) All right. Bye.